Today's episode of Styled Social, the podcast, is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is a website with tens of thousands of courses for all different interests and niches. I've used Skillshare time and time again for everything from learning how to start a business, graphic design, podcast editing, growing my social media, etc. Until the end of the month, you can get a free month of Skillshare using code AFF30D23. And if you love it like I do, you can get 30% off your annual membership with code ANNUAL30AFF. I'll be sure to include the links and these codes in the episode description. Once again, this offer is only for the month of March, so be sure not to miss out. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Styled Social, the podcast. I'm your host, Peyton, and today's episode is an exciting one. We're going to be talking about all things spring break, from prepping for vacation to working while traveling, and how to maintain a sense of balance and feel good while partying it up because As we all know, that's what spring break entails. So first and foremost, I just want to say, if I sound a little stuffy at any point, sorry, (laughs) during this episode, my seasonal allergies, it's it's about time. They're kind of kicking in right now, so I apologize in advance. But anyways, I'm post-grad, so I don't have like a true spring break, but I've got some exciting little trips this month planned. This weekend, I am going to be going to Palm Desert for a day trip. Palm Desert is where like Indio, Coachella, La Quinta, Palm Springs are located. So I'm super excited about that. It has been, the weather here in Southern California has been gnarly lately. If you guys are from here, you know. If you're not, we have had what I think are just unsurmountable amounts of rain. Like I don't think... We've had this much rain in years and years and years, and it's really good. It's really nice because as you guys know, we get a lot of wildfires here as well, especially around like where I live. You know, we've been evacuated from back when I lived with my parents multiple times. So it's nice to know that, you know, there's a lot of like new greenery because greenery doesn't burn. It's usually just, you know, dead crusty bushes and stuff like that and dead like dry grass but the hills and everything are really really green there has been um like in the hills like wildflowers like poppies like those orange california poppies that are just blooming like crazy our hills are covered in orange it's really really beautiful but we've had lots and lots of rain so it's a good thing i'm not going to complain but at the same time like i kind of miss the sun you know (laughs) but we have had our mountain towns we have like big bear mount baldy if you're from la um I think San Diego has Julian. I'm not sure if Julian gets snow, but like we have our little mountain towns here and there that people go to for like snow sports and that kind of stuff, like skiing, snowboarding. Um, Yeah, but our mountain towns have gotten like crazy, crazy amounts of snow because of the rain down below. become snow up there because of the freezing temperatures and the national guard had to be called out to you know help the people that live there get them food water that kind of stuff um our governor declared a state of emergency up there so yeah crazy crazy stuff you guys there's been a lot of flooding down below the mountains like where i live and other parts of southern california down by the beach so yeah, crazy times here, but I'm really excited for it to warm up. (laughs) Um, some other plans looking into the next two months, possibly Coachella. I might be going to Coachella, you guys. 
I know the tickets are sold out for weekend one, I believe. I still think they're available for weekend two, but little life hack for you guys. Well, I'm not sure if this is a life hack, but I have gone to Stagecoach, which is the country music version of Coachella that happens after weekend two of Coachella. And I went for one day. I split a wristband with somebody who couldn't go all three days. And let me tell you, one day was enough. I was so exhausted. You do so much walking when you're there. You know, some people do a lot of drinking. That I didn't I didn't drink a whole lot when I was there. <laughs> but it's just I don't know how people do it. And especially during like the day when the sun is beating down on you. I really don't know. I would love to go to Coachella and go to all three days and props to the people who do. But it's crazy, you guys. I have a best friend who lives in Palm Desert who works in the hospitality industries. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Hey, girl. <laughs> and she has told me that hotel prices are just unbelievably high, like in the thousands. Like you, If you're going to plan a trip to Coachella and stay in a hotel during that weekend, just be prepared. Airbnb as well. Just be prepared to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars, which I guess isn't bad if you're splitting it with a big group of people. But, you know, I'm trying to save money. I'm not looking to spend like $3,000 split between me and a couple friends like on hotel rooms or something. So I'm going to go on Sunday or I'm going to try to go on Sunday. I'm going to bum a ticket off of OfferUp or something. <laughs> Craigslist. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, yeah, someone who can't stay all three days, I'm going to see if anyone is selling their wristband for um, Sunday. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. But I am not in the mood to go all three days to Coachella, especially like not plan that now. It's a little too late and prices just for lodging and everything are way too high. So we will see how this little mission unfolds and i will definitely get back to you guys on that i also have two vegas trips coming up i've got not this weekend but next um i'm going with my family to see my brother play baseball he's a senior in college and he plays college baseball so my family we're big vegas goers so we want to jump on that opportunity to go see him play as well as go to the buffets the restaurants, take in all the sites, do a little gambling, whatnot. And then I have another brand trip to Vegas in April, which will be super, super exciting. And then finally in April, I have a big trip to go see my brother play baseball at his school, which will be fun. He's a senior. This is last year. So I want to go up there and see him play as much as I can. So I don't have like a big, big spring break trip planned, but a lot of little fun trips here and there. And I'm really looking forward to them. So let's get on into our weekly segment. So my weekly intention this week is to get better sleep. I want to get more sleep at least eight hours a night. I'm really good with that, but you know, some nights I get like five, six, four, if it's a bad day, <laughs> if I have to be up early or something like that. I'm just not someone who can go to bed early. Like I'm not, but I really want to work on that. Um, so I want to, as I said, go to sleep at a better time. So like 10 PM as opposed to like 12 or 1 AM, which has kind of been the usual thing for me as of lately. I have a really bad habit of falling asleep to the TV with it on 
and I want to kind of kick that. I've been setting like the sleep timer on my TV, so like turning it to like 1.5 hours or like two hours. So I'll watch TV, drift off to sleep, and then it'll turn off on its own. But I want to, you know, pitch black darkness in the room to be able to go to sleep. Um, yeah, I just want to be sure to set myself up for a good night's sleep because every little thing like truly, truly affects the quality of sleep that you get. So setting the thermostat to a comfortable temperature, I have been like sleeping really hot lately, which is kind of gross, like sweating. (laughs) I think it's because the weather is warming up a little bit. I did say that we've had really bad weather here in California, but, or Southern California, but we have had a couple of warm days. So I think, you know, that has caused me to sleep very hot lately. Um, yeah, just get my aromatherapy diffuser going. I have a ceramic aromatherapy diffuser from Brookstone that I absolutely love. I'll go ahead and link it in the description box below. Um, my air purifier. Okay. I want to talk a bit about the air purifier first. I received it last week from Okesu on Amazon, which is so, so amazing. And thank you so much to Okesu. But this is my first air purifier I have ever owned. And let me tell you guys, if you don't have an air purifier, you guys are missing out. So as I mentioned in our last episode, I am now a dog mom. Me and Derek had a baby. She's a four-month-old golden retriever puppy, and she's already pretty big, and she's only going to get bigger. And we live in an apartment, so, you know pet dander, pet hair, pet odors in a small space is something that's kind of tough to deal with. If you know, you know. So this air purifier has worked wonders in diminishing the amount of pet hair that is floating around in the apartment as well as pet odors. I've noticed that the smell of my apartment has significantly improved since getting the air purifier along with like burning candles and all that kind of stuff, opening windows. Um, It also does things like removing smoke when you cook from the air, cooking odors, fibers that kind of float around the air like from blankets and sheets, um, dust, pollutants, pollen. I get terrible seasonal allergies as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. I'm kind of dealing with them right now but they are nowhere near as bad as they are when they're outside or when I'm outside and I truly truly think that that is thanks to my new air purifier. So thank you OK Sue for that. This episode is not sponsored, but I do really love that thing. It even has like a sleep mode. So you can put it on sleep mode and it's like nice and quiet, almost silent when you're sleeping, which is really nice. We keep it in the bedroom and they have like so many sleek, nice designs. They have black ones. They have like really slim, like slim designs that fit like in between like the couch and the wall, like that you can keep out of sight. So I will be sure to link that in the description below. Moving on to my weekly favorites. I have quite a few. We're going to run through them quick because we're already 10 minutes in and I want to jump on into today's episode. My first one is liquid IV. I have done a really, really good job at staying hydrated throughout the day. And I think that that is due to liquid IV. I have the passion fruit flavor. That's my favorite. And I honestly think that having flavored water helps you drink a lot more water throughout the day. I don't know. That might just be me, but it's helped me a lot. And it's labeled as a hydration multiplier. And I truly, truly think that it does its job because I can tell that my body is far more hydrated when I use my liquid IV. Um, Moving on in 
moving on to my white Himalayan salt lamp. I got this a long time ago, back when I was moving into my college apartment for like aesthetic reasons. But recently I've learned to use it intentionally and you know, kind of use it for its true benefits. Like it's calming, like relaxing benefits, energizing benefits, um, all of that. So I really like to use it like as I'm winding down for bed, I'm making a point not to sleep with like any lights on, as I mentioned (laughs) in my weekly intention, but I like using it to wind down for bed. Whenever we put Harlow, the puppy in her crate and leave the house, I like to put it on because of its calming properties. Um, yeah, so the white Himalayan salt lamp, love that. I love the white. It's so chic and it fits like the aesthetic of my apartment a lot more than like the orange one would. And then my UV gel manicure lamp. I bought this back during COVID lockdown because we weren't able to go out and get our nails done, as we all know. And I've recently switched back to using it because short nails are kind of in and I wanted my nails shorter for the spring months and I've been loving it. My favorite polishes are from Amiley or Amelie on Amazon. I will also include the link down below. Actually, I'm going to just include the link to my Amazon storefront in the episode description. So all of these things that I'm throwing at you guys, you can find them all in one place. But these polishes, absolutely love them. They come with four. They're like sheer nudes and pinks they kind of like resemble funny bunny and bubble bath by opi if you're into those kinds of colors and i have on like a really really pretty like creamy sheer pink right now and i absolutely love it and then my final weekly favorite is outer banks i've been on an outer banks kick i think i have about three more episodes to go before i finished all three seasons but i've been really into that show lately Just want to put that out there. Anyways, let's talk spring break prep. So in order to have a fun, relaxing, memorable spring break, it's super, super important to prep properly. So here are a list of some of the things that I do to prep for vacation. First and foremost is your passport. If you will be going out of the country, it's super, super important to make sure that your passport is up to date months leading up to your vacation there's nothing worse than you know the night before checking your passport only to find out that it's expired or worst case scenario it being expired when you get to the airport and being denied access to your plane so i like to do this in the months leading up to my vacation just to save money because you can expedite your passport but that does cost a little bit extra, but it can be done. So, you know, if your trip is in a week, you can definitely get it expedited, but yeah, just make sure your passport is up to date to avoid any mishaps. Schedule any beauty services that you need, like a mani-pedi, a trim or a color, a spray tan, brow threading, waxing, if that's something you do, etc. Um, I'm a big fan of Kaylee Stewart's Hot Girl Energy podcast, and she mentioned something that I will definitely be doing before a tropical vacation, especially if I'm going during the winter time. So hear me out before you come for me. (laughs) Tanning beds. I'm not a big fan of tanning beds. I do not go to the tanning bed. In in fact, I have never been in a tanning bed. I usually just self-tan, but she made a really, really good point. So it's better for your skin to go into a tanning bed one or two times before a tropical vacation. And I say this as if like you're going on a tropical vacation after winter time and your skin is pale and hasn't been really like exposed, not pale, but like not, not 
being exposed to sun for the past couple of months. It's better to go in a tanning bed a couple of times to prep your skin for a lot of sun exposure than to just go straight to that vacation and get a horrible, horrible sunburn the first day. Like a sunburn, a really bad sunburn is way worse than a couple trips to a tanning bed. So she did it to kind of prep her skin for I think it was a trip to Mexico that she was going on and I think that's a good idea but you know to each their own this podcast I want to kind of create a space where nobody feels judged for the things that they do if you're someone who goes to a tanning bed then you know like I said to each their own I'm not judging you this is a judgment-free zone but yeah um Shopping for whatever outfits, accessories, beauty products, and travel essentials in advance, especially if you're going to be doing some online shopping. The earlier you do this, the better, because if something doesn't fit or look right, you still have time to return or exchange it. As far as travel essentials go, I love Target for like drugstore products and travel sizes like hairsprays, dry shampoos, body washes. Ulta and Sephora are the best for travel sizes of your favorite beauty products like setting powders. I know they have the Charlotte Tilbury setting powder, or not the Charlotte Tilbury. Um, Oh my goodness, the Laura Mercier setting powder in like a travel size. Um, Mascaras, perfume, roller balls, that kind of stuff. I like to get their mini Brazilian bum bum creams from Sol de Janeiro. The Tatcha Rice Face Wash and their Dewy Skin Cream. I got that as the birthday gift from there one year. And I have been going back to pick up the little mini sizes ever since. I also love Bed Bath & Beyond for like mini makeup wipes, toothpastes, flossers, that kind of stuff. Another thing I like to do is make sure to bring something to do for downtime. This really depends on you and your preferences. Like if you want to rest during downtime, take a break from electronics and social media, I like to bring my laptop and or iPad because as someone who works for myself, there's always, always something that I can be doing. I also love to bring a book or two to read at the pool during downtime and in the room before bed. And then the third and final item I like to bring for downtime is a face mask, usually like a sheet mask. And I really like the Tony Tony Moly ones, especially the aloe one for if I'm going to be out in the sun a lot. This might be a little TMI. But I find it so, so important to tackle any health issues before a trip and take extra steps to make sure that you get them taken care of. And by health issues, I mean like head colds, UTIs, stomach issues, all of that kind of stuff. There is nothing worse than being out of town and that pesky head cold comes back or you get a UTI. I have been there. Absolutely awful. As someone with a sensitive stomach. <laughs> I like to take a little extra care of my gut in the weeks leading up to a trip because vacation food, as we all know, is super rich and the water in different areas and like different countries especially can also trip your stomach up if you're someone like me. So I like to make sure I'm having like a daily probiotic. My favorite is the Digestive Advantage probiotic gummies. I will link that in the description below as well. So many links today, guys. <laughs> I also like to have yogurt for breakfast with like granola, fresh fruit, and honey. Live probiotic dairy drinks once a day like Yakult's are super helpful. I get them at Costco if you're someone who can um, drink dairy. And I do like a one, one a morning kind of thing, like a shot. And then prebiotic sodas like Poppy and Olipop are also really good. 
Another thing that I do to regulate my gut health before a vacation is exercise regularly. And this is something that I would recommend to anyone before vacation, even if you don't have tummy troubles like I do. I like to make sure I'm working out four to five days a week, a few weeks in advance leading up to vacation. This helps me not only digest my food a lot better, I found, but I love feeling toned and energized, especially if I'm somewhere that I'll be in a bikini often. Now let's talk a bit about working while traveling. Maybe you're in university or college and you've got an essay due after spring break, or you're like me and you work for yourself or work from home. Sometimes we've got to work on vacation and that is okay. So here are some of my tips for working from vacay. Always double double, triple check (laughs) that you have everything you need, like your laptop, tablet, chargers, your planner. As far as electronics go, always keep them in your carry-on so you don't risk losing them with your checked luggage or having them stolen because that does happen. It's happened to friends of mine. It's a real thing and you just, you don't want to risk it. If you're someone who works from home or for yourself, or this can even go for students as well, try and knock out as much work as you can in the weeks leading up to your vacation. I know I'm giving you guys like work from vacay trips, but in reality, nobody wants to be working from vacation. Also, try to strategically plan your work intervals according to like brunches or excursions or dinners you might have, especially if you're someone who plans out your day in a planner. I always try to get my work done in the morning when I'm on a trip. So usually after breakfast, like at the pool or in the room, there is nothing worse than having to get work done while everyone's all excited and getting ready to go out and pre-gaming and stuff. So if you have to get some work done, my favorite places are the hotel pool. If the weather allows hotel coffee shops, lobbies, or like a coffee shop nearby that you can walk to, that could be pretty fun to check out. And then last but not least, let's talk about drinking. I mean, it's spring break, you guys. You know what that entails. (laughs) My first tip for you guys, if clubbing, bar hopping, partying, all of that is on the agenda, is to eat full, nutritious meals. I went on a girls' trip last summer and witnessed the effects of this firsthand. One of my girlfriends, like, did not eat all day. We went out immediately after driving well we went to vegas okay and we went out immediately after like getting to our hotel and during that drive i think all she had were like the egg bites from starbucks so you know if you're listening to this you know who you are shout out to you girl but yeah not not pretty you definitely don't want to drink on an empty stomach It is so, so important to eat a good breakfast, lunch, and dinner before going drinking because not only will it reduce the severity of the effects of drinking and your hangover, but it can also be a safety thing as well. You'll handle your drinks a lot better and be able to enjoy the night without feeling like crap. Hydrating throughout the day is super, super important too. I always like to bring some kind of tumbler on vacation, like my hydro flask, to remind myself to drink water because it can be hard when you're out of town and you're not like, you know, used to your regular routine. Um, This is where liquid IV comes in handy, especially if you're going to be out partying, drinking, clubbing, whatever. Liquid IV is very, very helpful. Trust me on that one. Another spring break drinking life hack that I have for you guys is crossbody bags and fanny packs. I promise you, carrying around a handbag can be almost torturous depending on the situation. I'd say handbags are fine for like brunch and pubs during the day and whatnot, but if you're going to be dancing at a club or ending your night at a bar and you may or may not get 
drunk drunk. <laughs> it's smart to have a crossbody or fanny pack that frees your hands and that you don't have to worry about losing as much. My favorite bag for a night out is the Louis Vuitton Poche. I think it's called the Poche Felici. I hope I'm saying that right. In the Damier Azur or also known as the white checkered pattern. I have the one with the pink fabric inside and I love this bag, you guys, even though it's like seven years old. It's iconic, absolutely timeless bag. It has a removable wallet insert so you can only bring like whatever cards and cash you need, which frees up a lot of space and it fits the essentials like your keys, lip gloss, a few tampons, hand sanitizer, etc. I wear this as a crossbody bag and... It's so much easier being able to have your hands free and not have to worry about losing your bag. My final spring break drinking tip for you guys is to have a plan. So always coordinate with your group a meeting spot if you guys get separated. Always stick to ride shares and taxis. Never get in a car or leave the bar or club with people you don't know. I know it's tempting to want to go to that penthouse after party or meet up with that hot guy or girl, but as much of a buzzkill as I might sound right now, I've known too many people back in college that have wound up in not so good situations, so stick to the Uber, the Lyft, the taxi, whatever. Make sure your phone is fully charged before you head out for the night, and even better, if you're able to carry a portable charger with you, that would be awesome. I know I'm listing so many products, so I'll be sure to link my Amazon storefront in the description box as well so you can take a look at my spring break essentials list. And then keep your hotel name and room number in your notes app or written on your hand. I know that's corny, but if you're planning on having a wild night, sometimes that's the way to go. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We're still on the US charts, so be sure to follow or subscribe to the pod if you haven't already. And leave us a review if you enjoyed today's episode. As always, thank you guys for watching and we will chat next week. Bye.